beef with what we do. Talk to the bunny, sonny. He's the man, Bugs, the thug with the money. Funny that you should mention how's my family, they're covered. What's up to my cousins and my sisters and my Warner Brothers? Birds of a feather, flop and follow, be together. No matter what you're whatever, endeavor, find who's better. You, me, he, she, them, him, those are others. Let's get two dogs to one, pluck, initiate the trouble. For those who disagree or maybe feel the need to front it. Show me your whole entire crew, two shoes, and I'ma run it. Do you want it? Maybe so, but just know we're rolling spreads. You claim you want it, but you need it. DJ, I'm saying it, it, it needed just as much as a hole in the head. Yeah. I think it was the next line. Where's uh, where's Shalaranks trailer loaded girls over here? Shalaranks. I wish I could be Shalaranks, dude. Because you could say anything you wanted to say, and like, like nobody could understand you, anyways, right? Yes. You could say like you, you like you like did the president's daughter and stuff, like just like straight on cussing on like MTV, and nobody could understand a word you were saying. So you're like, yeah, it sounds pretty good, there, Shala. Yeah, that'd be uh, MC Sway on the interview. Yeah, <laughs> sounds, Sway. Sounds good, Freddy. Fat by Freddy. Yeah, 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 that's cool, but uh, we gotta go to another video now. Ah, the best one was Shinehead, Shinehead, they did a special on Shinehead, yeah, it's a family affair. Nobody even knows who Shinehead is, and that's probably a good thing, yeah, even even in his heyday, nobody knew who that guy was. All right, well, uh, we're back here, mood of scale. Um, you know, we're not we're not calling out the numbers, but this is the uh. The post-mania? Post-mania, like after a week. After a week to settle it in. And, and I, I don't think my feelings about the mania has changed. So okay. so what were your initial feelings? I think that was the worst WrestleMania I've ever seen. Really? Ever. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is, it's the worst WrestleMania that I've seen that's tried to take itself seriously, right? Like, so I've seen some bad WrestleManias. But you know, it's like it's like a campy wrestling show, right? Like, you know, like back in like the mid-90s and stuff. But... At least they had like some. At least they had like performers, right? At least they had like guys that were like in the system and like top level guys like on the main event. This this WrestleMania was terrible, dude. I I, I thought it was, it was just dull, dude. Just dull, huh? Yeah. Um. So I mean, I thought it was okay. I, I, I thought, thought it was okay. Yeah. Well, what made it okay? Um, there were some matches that that I enjoyed. Uh, but I mean, I'm not far off. What What matches did you enjoy? Like uh, two matches, maybe. Yeah, maybe somewhere around there. I yeah. thought the I thought the women's match was good. Women's match was good. I thought um, Jericho Owens was good. I didn't see Jericho Owens, but right. but um, I but I know that's going to be good. But um, should, I, it shouldn't be like I, I guess the other problem too is I thought Jericho and Owens was going to be like one of the later matches, right? Okay. And and so I was like, oh, well, you saw, I, I didn't think so because well, no, because I didn't know. Well, I came in late. Right. Well, I mean, even going into Mania, I mean, if you think that's has a likelihood to be the best match, you want to keep it as far away from. The, the bad the, matches, the three main events that they're that they're putting up, right? You don't want to, you know, you know what I'm saying. If if you go like Goldberg and Lesnar, and then you put Jericho and Owens in between that, and then you follow it up with uh, with Reigns and Undertaker, like there's no question what the best match is going to be, yeah. and, and and it will kind of even enhance how bad the other matches are. Um, you know, I, I thought uh, I I ended up really <laughs> it's funny um, a couple weeks ago we were railing on the concept of the of the three way uh, uh, tag team match but, but um, the Hardys coming in as much as I'm not a huge fan of what the Hardys um, have done as the broken gimmick like that was a huge pop that was that was a really big pop it was that kind of really like I think that was the highlight of the show to be honest uh, I thought New Day were good in that segment in the introduction part of it and just the tease that. For a second, you thought they were going to put themselves in the match, and then the Hardys showed up, even though I told you I knew the Hardys were going to show up somewhere. Um, and, yeah, that ended up being kind of, like, the fun part of the show. Yeah. But I, mostly it went downhill from there, I'd say. I, I think that I think the turning point 
of that WrestleMania because I knew that the I knew that the three matches were going to be bad. I knew I knew uh, Rollins and Triple H was going to be bad. That Rollins Triple H match was terrible. I mean that was a horrible match. I mean that's probably one of the worst matches I've seen. That's, that's definitely the worst match I've seen this year. Why, I mean, why do you say that? Because it's like Triple H he doesn't have it anymore, dude. And the whole thing is like it became a story of like Seth Rollins and his knee. It's like, dude, you're Triple H, right? Like, you're supposed to be this legend, right? Like, then you should be able to put on a good match instead of, like, you know, dry-humping Seth Rollins on the mat every time, every chance you get. There's a lot of ground-based stuff that didn't work because Triple H is not a good ground-based wrestler in the first place. Seth Rollins, why are you going to have this guy on, on, on a ground-based match because you're trying to tell a story about his hurt knee? It was just it was just overstayed. It was it, – the, the whole setup for that match was bad. And this whole like stupid no holds barred thing was I mean it's just dumb. It's like you're like you're trying to do all this stuff like why don't you throw in a steel cage in there as well or why don't you why don't you put why don't you put Jericho up up in a up in a, <laughs> in a in, shark tank in a, in a shark tank up above. I was like they tried so much so hard for this match and, and never it didn't live up. Triple H is done. He's been done for a long time. And if you can't have a good match with Triple H, and then you have people on Twitter saying that Seth Rollins is overrated. It's like, motherfucker, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Seth Rollins is overrated, but then you're, you're going to nut up all over all over Triple H. And the whole thing is, the, the the worst thing about that match was not only was it a bad match, but then the setup was with, with just the whole setup of, of Stephanie McMahon falling through a table. It's like it's like they're doing spots for Stephanie McMahon. Like I know, like they they thought out this this you know this match and Triple H and Stephanie McMahon think like, hey, you would be a good spot if you fell through the table. People are going to go crazy for that. Nobody cares about you guys in the first place, right? And it's like you had the best one of the best performers in WWE, and he's wasting time with you, so you can do a little stupid spot where you hit your wife and, and you're all mad and you start snorting and stuff, and then you lose. It's just dumb. It's just a dumb match. How do you really feel? No, I'm just telling you, dude. <laughs> you, you asked me. I'm yeah, not, no, I'm I, not going to pull back. Dude. Yeah, no, I, that's 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 what the people want to hear. Okay, that's why I asked you because, I mean, anybody can just say the match sucked or like that's kind of a. I'd say it's kind of extreme to say that's the worst match that you've seen all year. That but, is the worst match. I've but seen I can. Year. But that's why I want to ask you like exactly why because I know I know you have your your reasons. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard for me to get worked up about it because I thought it was a bad idea from the beginning. And I mean, I I haven't wanted to see Triple H wrestle in years, and you just keep, you know, it's you know, people. It's funny to me how people get mad about, you know, that they're being force fed Roman Reigns, but you get Triple H force fed like every WrestleMania, every SummerSlam, and he doesn't put on a good match anymore. You know, respect to Triple H in his prime and stuff, and I really like what he's doing with NXT. It's not, it's like personal thing against Triple H, but I just. I'm not interested in in his character, or in his in ring performance at this point, and and it, it I, I can't get worked up about it because that's basically what I expect. So that's so, what I'm at on that. So I want to ask you a question. So, I mean, granted, I mean, we don't need to talk about the Undertaker. We don't need to talk about Roman Reigns. We don't need to talk I, about. I would like to talk about that for a second, but okay, we don't have to do it right now. So no, 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 no. Yeah, let, let's. I mean, let, let's huh. get all the let's get all the WrestleMania jazz. Okay, so I, uh, uh, very similarly to. Triple H and Undertaker is that. Well, first of all, hold on. I want to say one thing before before you say anything, right? Like, and I think Roman Reigns. Well, it's a couple things I want to say before we get to Undertaker and Roman Reigns. I think the other falling point of that ma- of of WrestleMania was the Randy Orton and um, Bray Wyatt match. That was a really bad match when it didn't have to be. You have, you have two really good performers, and it was just it, they try to introduce the story element. I still don't know. Who was doing the maggots? I mean, was Randy Orton doing the maggots? Was Bray Wyatt doing the maggots? Like, I didn't understand. It was like watching like a like a science fair, like not a science fair, but like you go in a science class and you and you and they had the old projector, you know, where 
where they had little film and it the rolled real, real. Yeah. And it was like watching that. I was, I was like, I was like, okay, what's the point of that? that? That makes no sense. And then it just it took away from the match. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like you don't need you don't need to have a gimmick with those two guys. With those two guys, especially when on SmackDown when 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 you have the the tag team match, right? Like you don't need that. I mean, that's a good match. Yeah. You know, so that's when it really started turning downhill for me. Now, Roman Reigns and Undertaker. Before you get into it, I want to say like. I think Roman did the best match that he could with that guy. And you talk about, like, you know, people think that Roman Reigns is being force-fed. He did the best for what he could do with The Undertaker. I'm not saying it was a good match, but at the same time, it's like, you got you to give this guy a chance. I mean, you know, it, it's it's very easy to put him in a compartment saying, like, oh, he sucks, he sucks, he sucks. But that's probably one of the, uh, you know, besides this this side of Shawn Michaels, that, that was probably one of, the, you know, one of the best matches that Undertaker's had in the past four or five years. Yeah, and I, that's actually what I was going to say. Uh, I, I, and not Shawn Michaels, but um, the CM Punk match would be. That's true. In the, since, the, since that CM Punk match, and probably a good three to five years before, that's probably the best Undertaker match that, that, that he's had. And it, he's, he's just done. It's like physically. Like, I, I was never a big fan of him um, as the character, The Undertaker. Um, ton of respect for, like, you know, um, organizing that locker room and, and, and being kind of that driving force. Um, but it's just his matches haven't been good for quite a while. And it takes, you know, I think Roman, if you really, like, analyze this last couple of years, has not been in feuds with many guys that he could do something with. And I think he still puts on a good match eight out of ten times, and sometimes a great match. So I think I agree he did the, as much as he could do. Um and I think that um, I didn't like, like the ending, it felt like they were trying to recreate the, uh, the Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, like, uh, you know, that, and you, at least like with Shawn Michaels and Flair, you knew there was some kind of like real life chemistry, that there was a reason why like, you know, Shawn Michaels, like, you know, Flair wanted him to put it, to yeah. do it, and Shawn Michaels and, and, was, and, and was... plus, Flair and Michaels, because, I mean, they could still go. Right. right. That's, like, the big difference, too. Right, but, and, but, but like, Shawn played well on, like, the, like, I'm tormented that I have to do this, but I have to do yeah. this, and they tried to kind of do that a little bit, but, you know, there's no real chemistry or, or like, story relationship between Undertaker and the Reigns, so that's why I really didn't... And, and there's and there's no real character with The Undertaker, right? Right. I mean, it's, it's The Undertaker, quote-unquote, mystique. Right. And it's, he's not humanized, right. so, yeah. But then, what I what I do want to just emphasize, though, is is you want to emphasize yes that yeah. the Undertaker for for everything that you know we've said about what we thought of his matches in recent years and whatnot, like he's always done business the right way, and for him to decide like you know I'm going to put Roman Reigns over and that's going to be the guy I want to kind of pass the 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 proverbial passing of the torch, like Undertaker always does business the right way, and and that was. That was the right way to go. It was would not have been a good way to like I can never see like whenever Triple H comes to the end of his line, like you know Triple H is gonna win, right? He's gonna beat somebody that he has no business beating, just so he can you know bask in that glory one more time. Uh, and the Undertaker, he walked out the right well, way. I don't know about that. I mean, he put over Roman Reigns. I mean, not not Roman Reigns. He put over Seth Rollins. So. Sort yeah, but I mean, so it's, I mean, he's, he's sort of because the match. Yeah, sucked. yeah, that, that's yeah. what I'm saying, right? Yeah. But because because Triple H still has to have Triple H's match. Yeah. And, and then, you know, okay, he'll go ahead and, you know, he kind of like weaseled his way out by, oh, I hit my wife. Yeah, oh, that's true. That's right? true. You know yeah, what okay. I mean? It's right. not like a, All right. it's not like a really okay, good okay. 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 So, Watch yeah. your step there, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Slide over there, honey. Um, so, yeah. 
like I was not a I did not enjoy that match. I just watched it this morning actually, so it's still pretty fresh in my mind. Um, I, I thought the Undertaker was gassed pretty early, um, and as much as I like him as what he's done for wrestling and respect him, like I'm glad the run is over, just because hopefully, and I, I don't know that it's really gonna happen, but hopefully that spot being taken out of WrestleMania will allow. A, 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 match like Jer- a, a match like Jericho and Owens or whatever the good feud is between the guys that we want to see to be elevated up the card in the future. I, I will say one thing. like I respect Undertaker. He is the last like superhero gimmick, right? I mean, all those all those crazy gimmicks in the, in the late 80s, early 90s, he is the last guy to have that gimmick. Now it's like you, don't have, you, won't, you won't ever see a gimmick like that again right. in professional wrestling. Yeah. So... Whether I liked him or I didn't like him, I mean, the whole thing is like the guy could go. Like, if, if we we're gonna like you know stamp his career, it's like when he you know his '90s run and stuff, and even you know he was always like the guy, like he was always like the benchmark for like any any up and coming star, right? Mm-hmm. Like he you know he he helped The Rock really kind of get into his own. Like The Rock was like this kind of sprash character, but he allowed The Rock to like do the same stick against him, you know, and and it, it just elevated The Rock higher. And then the whole thing is that Undertaker beat The Rock, right? But it but he you know, he allowed The Rock to grow in terms of being a very legitimate star um, if he wasn't already. But, you know, I, I do have to give credit to him. You know, it's like, it's, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a bittersweet thing, right? It's like, there's never going to be a time wrestling again where you're going to have that stupid-ass gimmick. You know, like, I'm not saying The Undertaker is a stupid-ass gimmick, but like, you know, like, you know, rest in peace, like the goon, you know, the repo man, you know, like all, all these guys, you know, and he, he was one of them. So, you know, it's like, it was, it was kind of like a thing, but, it, it was so the show was so lackluster that it was just like dude like hurry hurry up dude it's like it's like you know like you were you were part through no fault of your own you were part of one of the worst WrestleManias ever and you talk you do bring up a point that his spot's going to be open now I'm just wondering how long the WWE can continue this I, I think I hope they're they're looking at this cycle of what WrestleManias have been. And, I th- and, and especially with all these young guys coming up through NXT, because I thought Raw and SmackDown were really good. Um, I, I think it's, it's going to be a case where I'm hoping where they're looking at, like, you know, this might be the last run of, de- of WrestleManias that they've had for the past four or five years where they bring all these old guys back, all these novelty acts back, act back and start, start pumping these new guys, because these new guys are ready to go. Yeah, and, I, you know, you can, you can have a match like that. You can have One. Maybe, maybe two if it's, if it's right. But you, you can't have three. <laughs> and yeah, you can't have three. And as your main events, and and not, as your main events, and and they can't be some guys. They can't be guys that can't, that are just well past their prime, and you're just throwing it out there for the name. Like as a po- like a, as an alternative, if you were to say you wanted to build up to have Kurt Angle have like um, yeah, Kurt Angle can still get it done. Kurt Angle, so I have no problem with that. But it's like guys like the Undertaker who. You know he is still the, you know he is the name and and the, not, not to steal your gimmick but uh, the aura that he is like he he just hasn't been able to get it done in the ring for for several years, and Goldberg couldn't even get it done in the ring in his prime. Yeah. So like I don't want to see you bring dust those guys off, right? Like Hardys, right? Well, I'm not like this huge Hardy Mark. Like they can still go for what it's worth and and uh, and and are able and, to put on these. I, I thought they showed a lot better. Yeah. I mean, I mean they. They have, I mean, Jeff has always been Jeff, but Matt has really improved right. since, since his time in the Indies. I was really impressed with what, he just had, he has a presence about him now, which he didn't have before. Right, yeah, his character is much more developed. Yeah. So that, and a Kurt Angle, guys like that, you know, if you want to give them that, the last hurrah to WrestleMania, like, I don't have any problem with that at all, because I, I know at the end of the day, 
they're still going to put on a good match. And you, you knew you weren't going to get that out of Goldberg. And as much as you wanted to get it out of Undertaker, you, you kind of knew you weren't going to get it out of him either. Even though I think he gave it everything he had. Like, yeah. like he'll never he'll never cheat you on, on the effort. I just yeah. think physically, just yeah. it's taken a toll on him. And, and you can and, tell. Yeah, and, and his time. It's like, and, and he, you know, granted, he's, he's, you know, he's like close to seven feet or, you know, six, 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 eight, six, nine or whatever it is, right? And, he, and you know, it's he he's not like a Ric Flair where Ric Flair is like, you know, smaller and stuff and, and can, you know, it's like he was, he was based, I mean, he, he's, his body has, you know, he's placed a big toll on his body. Right. And, you know, and he, he was running and gunning, you know, during the, during the same era as Ric Flair as well, where, where they're doing 365 days a year. So, mm-hmm. you know, I know we bag on the guy a lot, but I mean, when we bag on a guy, he deserves our respect. You know, it's like it's for us. It's more of a case. It's like it's not so much bagging on Undertaker, it's bagging on the company, not realizing, expecting the Undertaker to have the same type of quality match, and just to to bait. You know, they hurt him, saying thinking like, oh, his mystique. And it's not just Undertaker, but it's, it's Goldberg, and you know, it's it's all that thing too. It's like this, and Triple H is like, you know, they have, they have the name. And it's like, no, you you can't go by the name anymore. Like four or five years ago, you could go off the name. But the second that Daniel Bryan came around, the second that CM Punk came around, and now now you have AJ Styles, um, you have uh, Finn. Finn, you have uh, Shinsuke, and uh, and the Perfect Ten. You know, I mean, it's like you have a, even like Oscar to a small part, right? So it's like you have all these people that can go now, and they, you know, Kevin Owens and, and Chris Jericho, like they, and even like the Divas match, dude, they far outshine everybody. Like you look at that Divas match, women. Okay, women. Okay, you look at that women's match. That was that was a textbook women's match. I mean, I mean, uh, Nia Jax looks strong in the beginning, right? Like they, they made her a powerhouse, and she's the first one out. And then and then you had then you have these then you have three of the four horsemen just just going at it, right? Or the four horsewomen just going at it, and just you know, and, and Bailey wins, and you're just kind of going like it's like, dude, I'm like, okay, like okay, Bailey won, but any one of those three women could could have yeah, won. I was, and you I was fine. Yeah, yeah, I was fine with any outcome of those yeah. three. Yeah. And, and the whole thing is like you were you were you were you know you weren't a believer of Bailey when she first came in, but they've done so well with that division. By by the end, it's like you don't care who wins, right? Right. And you can support a Bailey win. So yeah. So there, there's light at the end of the tunnel, right? I, I'm hoping I'm hoping this is like the last like WrestleMania trope that that they're gonna do, and uh, you know because they they just have way too much talent, and 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 this this should be about who can steal the show instead of going like, well, they should steal the show, but they didn't because they don't know how to tell a story. There's too many people involved. It's time for the wrestlers to kind of get back in and let's see what the heck can happen. And I, and I think it's going to be good if they, if they do it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay. Then I, just to follow up uh, on your earlier assertion that, that, uh, that that Triple H and, and Rollins match was the worst one you've seen. So you're saying that, that you felt like that was a worse match than Goldberg Lesnar. It's let me say it's the worst match because of the oh Go- Goldberg Lesnar was bad but what why I didn't the reason why I didn't like Triple H versus Seth Rollins is is number one is like you have probably one of the top three wrestlers in the world in Seth Rollins you have a guy that I know can go if his ego doesn't get in the way so all all I, all I saw in that match was just Triple H's ego in that whole match so so we'll say um, it's the worst match in that. Uh... In, in comparison to what it could have been co- compared to what it actually was, right? Yeah. Because, because not to cut you off here, though I did, because I think going in, we we had a very low bar on, on Lesnar and Goldberg. And yes. I would say, oddly enough, I'd say that it maybe slightly exceeded. And I'm, I'm not saying that I like the match <laughs> yeah. in any way, 
But I think it's slightly silly because it was over fast. And there's only yeah, there's only right. five moves that were done to the whole match. Right. And a front face lock. <laughs> yes. And and I think like that's the only way you can play Goldberg. Like I I, I think the match I didn't t- I didn't clock it or anything, but I'm I'm guessing it was like eight minutes, maybe maybe ten max. But I think that's all you can get out of that guy. And uh and I was fine, you know, I, I guess I was happy just to see him. But see, but yeah, you know, that's not Goldberg that's that's not Goldberg's fault. No. You, you know, it's like it's not. You know, that's and that's what that what I'm trying to say. Even when I talk about Triple H's ego, it's like it's the ego, the WWE ego that gets in the way. It's like, why are we mad at Bill Goldberg? We already know who Bill Goldberg is. You know, it's like he is put in a spot where they put him in. And 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 that's like the thing that pisses me off, right? Like like you're so mad about Roman Reigns, right? Being force fed Roman Reigns. Like, dude, like you've been force fed Bill Goldberg for the past three months and you guys are chanting his name. Eating it up with the spoon. Yeah. 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 And and it's and it's a pretty easy comparison too because, God, like Roman Reigns, you know, say what you want, like he 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 hit some really good spears. And Goldberg's got about the worst spear in in the history of the business. Yeah. It's like I don't know, I, I, I don't I don't it's like I, people just want to be mad, right? Yeah. And and they just want to go against the grain sometimes, but they don't want to sit there and actually evaluate like what's right before their eyes. Um, anyone that wants to like cheer for Goldberg and then turn around and say Reigns has no charisma like he, he or or Reigns is bad on the mic he gets a pop right right he yeah. gets a pop uh, and good I, or bad and not to not to dovetail off of Mania but I thought I thought Reigns played Raw perfectly yes and I think like we've always been saying he's not he's not great like cutting promos but when he can be straight to the point and then get out of the way and that's, even, that's and when he's it was a stupid line that he said right it was, it, was, it was stupid but I mean that's like the whole thing it was like I'm watching him and not only am I watching, but I want to watch him because I want to see what he's going to say. He delivers one sentence, and and he plays and he played the crowd really well too. I'm, yeah. Can I finish? No. Yeah, but that's what I, no, no. But that's what I was going to say. Is like he played it perfect, and I'm sitting there. I was like, dude, I'm like, hurry up. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm enjoying this. So yeah. So let's 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 step away from one championship, major championship. Yo, you want to keep on going? I I, I do want to say one thing um, before. Or you want to you want to move on to NXT? I was assuming. I don't want to move on to NXT. Okay, there's just there's something because I want to get all the negative stuff out of the way so we can end the show. I don't think I don't think we're being negative. No, you know, I, th- I think we're we're calling a spade a spade. Right, right. Um, um, so, oh, like last week, sometime midweek, they started announcing like they originally announced um that that SmackDown uh, Women's Championship and the. Uh, the cruiserweight championship were going to be on um, on the pre-show, and you had this whole like uproar of uh, of of people on social media talking about how you know this was like a big disrespect to the to the SmackDown women's uh, division and and you know making all these complaints and, and lobbying. Rightfully so, the women's division sucks over there, dude. That's kind of what I want to get yeah. to. <laughs> but but uh, so and and really, I can't really remember a time when WWE like bowed down to that type of like um, to that type of like you know online you know request that let's let's yeah. call it um conversely when when they announced Austin Aries was going to be on there like I think that that was the robbery to me because yeah. that was a match that, that was, was a match it, right and and the way that Aries handled it on social media like he came out and he said like it's like there's no demotion for me. Like if they put me on there, it's because like they're trying to elevate the show, and then that's what I do. Yeah. That's exactly what he did. Um, and probably, and, probably and I, had one of the matches, best matches of the night. Exactly, and and that's the thing is like I don't want to hear about the them saying that I one one word I, I decided I really dislike in the last decade is deserve. 
Because like you don't, no one, no one fucking gets what they deserve. Like, so it's, it's like Chris Rock, right? With like I take care of my kids. Like yeah. you're supposed to take care of your kids. Right. <laughs> no, like you don't. There's no deserve. Like yeah. you know, like if anybody that got stuck on that pre-show deserves. The term I hate is have fun. When when you're coaching kids, like go out there and have fun. Like no, you're not out there to have fun. You're out there to learn. Right. And we'll have fun when we win. Yeah. Um, you deserve to have fun. Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if anybody got robbed of 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 where they belonged on that card, it was Aries and Neville, right? And then somehow they get the women's match back on the main show, and then they put, they they move the Andre the Giant Battle Royal to the pre-show. Now, dude, the Andre Memorial that was the that was absolutely the worst match I've seen in a long, in not just this year, in a long time. Like the logic, like there was no logic to it at all. The whole thing was stupid. Gronk, Mojo. I mean, if, you got a whole another set of issues if you think you're gonna get a push out of Mojo, but. You know, and I know it's all a work, but I felt like it was very disrespectful <laughs> to talk to the Giant to have Mojo win that thing. That deserved to be, like, on the pre-pre-show. Um, but then kind of, like, summing it up here, that the women's match, that SmackDown women's match was was terrible. And you're right, that, that division is a mess. And I think all this, like, it deserves to be on the main show, like, is, kind of, is sort of a backfire because when they decided, okay, we'll put it on the main show... All they did is they they used it as a, as like a down match filler between those two main events, yeah. and it was it was awful, and yeah. nobody cared about it. It got put in the worst possible spot that you could want to be on in that match between two other bad main event matches, and it was still bad enough to like you know be the lull between those two bad matches. Yeah. So I don't know why WWE decided. I mean, I think in a way they may have decided, okay, we'll give you what you want. Yeah. And, and yeah, look how bad this. Was. Look how bad that thing. Yeah, no, no, that that was. That was atrocious, dude. I mean, that, that was just that was just bad. I mean, it was from characters on on down. I mean, it it made it made no sense. It was like, why is what's your name? Why is what's your name? Why is the only person that means anything to the division? Why the heck is she wearing cornrows or, or dreads or whatever? I'm like, what? What? And you're wearing what the hell is that? Yeah. Is that is that like your Oscar impersonation? I'm like, I just didn't get it. Yeah. You know, so I was like, you're better than this, dude. And, and and the performance is bad too. Yeah. And then what's her name? You know. Or whatever. All right. So I okay. just wanted that that that. Okay. Neg- neg- yes. it, it, it irked you. Yes. It was irksome. Yes. I was very very vexed. Okay, vexed. <laughs> you you you're just you're just sitting there just going why <laughs> why man. <laughs> um, so from one big show to another big show, and I'm not talking about the wrestler, but from one premiere event to another premiere event, we we kind of got into discussion a little bit, and I kind of wanted to explore it a little bit more. Uh, G1 climax. You had Kenny Omega. Um, Versus, uh, who was it? In, Goto, right? In the final? Goto. In the final, yeah. So you have Kenny Omega versus Goto in the G1 Climax final. He is the first Gaijin to win the G1 Climax. But there was a couple things. So there's a couple things, though. It's like, I think, and I want you to get your opinion there, too. I think Omega is probably one of the best performers in the world. I, I think if, if you're looking at top three wrestlers in the world, I think he's definitely in that top three. Um, just because not only is he good in the ring, but his character, I mean, I mean, the way he talked Japanese, you know, he spoke in Japanese after that match and just, just what he did, just like the way he was play, able to be gray, but then still like kind of, um, still kind of adhere to a marked crowd in the Japanese crowd. I thought, I thought it was brilliant what he did. And then and that doesn't even talk about like the, the two matches that he had leading up to it. I think I think Kenny. I, I really enjoy this work, and, and I was down this guy like a year. I thought the guy sucked a year and a half ago, but 
he just, you know, it's, it's just kind of like that whole kind of like he has that Canadian thing going, right? It's like he's just, he knows how to work. He knows how to work everywhere. And he knows how to work a crowd. But you you kind of had said some things about him that, that I kind of wanted you to hash out. Well, I don't even remember what I said. Um, I think he's gotten, he's definitely gotten a lot better in the ring. Like his, his moveset is uh, very good. Um, I think he's a danger to himself in a lot of ways. Like, like he, he keeps on doing that move where he dives out of the ring over the guardrail through tables, and um, you know I think he, he he he's pretty he's pretty stiff, right? Like especially those knee strikes he, he brings in, and like I mean I don't ever see him hurting anybody, but I I feel like he's gonna hurt himself. And as good as he is in the ring, like there's some of these some of these spots he's taking are unnecessary. I think that's what I said, right? Yeah, I think, he, he said he was dangerous. Yeah, to himself more yeah. than anything. Um, but it's like you, like that spot where he goes over, where he goes over. This is a great spot, though. Dude. It's a great spot. But, but, you, like, but you're saying he doesn't need it. Anymore. I don't think he needs it at this point. And I think, I think one, I just worry one of these days is, is gonna is gonna be a bad landing, and 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 it's gonna take away from from what he can do. But I, no, I mean both of us. I just thought the gimmick was really dumb, and like I think he still kind of toes the line on his promos. Like sometimes. It's but 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 it's it, but he gets so bad that I ended up enjoying it, right? Like he's taking that promo, mm-hmm. and he's so outlandish with it. It's like, dude, I'm like I'm I'm like waiting for him. Like, dude, I'm like, come on, do it, do it, do it. And then he does it. I was like, dude, like that's it. I, it it, it it's almost reminds me of like early Shield of Dean Ambrose when he was right on the line. Um, I think Omega because it's Japanese TV or it's access, he gets a little more freedom. He, he can take some more liberties out there. Doesn't have to like be uh, stuck into that um, that PG uh, um, that that PG content, um, and sometimes he wanders. But sometimes, like I, I really actually, you know, as much as I like Goto, like I I, I like the promo he was kind of on. He's like for the you know how he's kind of trying to show respect to Goto mm-hmm. and say how great Goto was. Like for the one time in his life, you know, Goto actually get, came out and did something like yeah. like stuff like that. I, I like, but he he, he can he can kind of wander and toe the line. Um, Dude, so- Hold on a second. I mean, before we get off, like, how do you like Goto? Because I, I just don't. There, I mean, there's just I just don't like him. I mean, I, I respect his move set. I, I know he he does. He's he's a textbook wrestler. He just doesn't have it for me though, dude. He 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 makes nice shirts. I like his shirts, but yeah. no. I mean, I think he's. A, I think he. I don't. Whatever you're gonna say, I don't. I disagree. Terrible. Terrible. Oh, is this? I'm, I'm rubbing your blue. What do <laughs> you say about this? I, I think he's I'm great. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a good like upper mid card guy. Okay, and I like. I agree with that. And I like the story that they have with him of being the guy that like wins a lot of matches and has a lot of opportunities, and he doesn't get it, and and he always doesn't comes up short. I think there's a good slow play there, that, and I think because like. I would say he's like a good company man. Like he knows he's going to be there and he's going to be around in the mix. I think he can say like, you know, like he can keep doing that. And then in a couple of years, you know, he'll probably, he'll probably get his. Um, I think it's a similar story to like Naito, right? Mm-hmm. Like Naito had that, like, you know, he won a couple of G1s. Yeah, had that straight shot. And then yeah. he couldn't, he couldn't win. And then he went away to uh, Mexico and kind of reinvented himself and came back. Um, and I'm not saying like Goto has to go away to reinvent himself. He he may have to do some reinventing. Yeah. But I I just I like his look. Um, I like to me he he has the ability to wrestle that like that Makabe style that um that Ishii style. Mm-hmm. But he's not just a straight like 
brutality guy, he can also he also has like um, you know good wrestling skill set too. Yeah. So so while he's not my favorite guy there, I I, I do like Goto and I, and I I like that. I think that there is like a, a, a longer game involved in, yeah. in his character arc. Well, I mean, if if you can go the Naito route, because I mean Naito, I mean I think Naito, if you want to say top five, I mean I mean it's like just one yeah, of those you, things. Yeah, you're right? gonna have like a, I, I feel by the end of the show you're gonna have a list of eight guys in the top three in the world. Right? Uh, well, what like, the hell? <laughs> what's going on there, baby? I, you, you've already said two 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 of the top three. I said, I said Seth Rollins and Kenny Omega. Right. I said top five. I know you for, did. For I, did, I didn't I'm say just, top three. I know. I'm just waiting for that next. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the Kobe Bryant's the fifteenth greatest player of all time, but he's he's a top five kind of kind of no, list. Never, never. Right. Um, yeah, no, no, it's and, and I'm glad that like Omega is not in WWE. I mean, I and the thing is like you know even like you listen to his promo, he's like he's like I'm I'm a Japan guy and stuff. And it's like, like that's good, you know. It's like it's good that. You can see an opportunity. He sees an opportunity where he can really, and, and the whole thing is like he's not doing New Japan so he can get to WWE. Like he had his chance to get in WWE, but he stayed there because he felt, you know, I feel that you know he's a better character over there. Yeah, I do. I do fear that if he did come to WWE, I don't know if what he does could work within the framework of WWE as far. Yeah, you'd have to take a lot of his character away. You'd have to take a lot of his character away, and he's not like he's not a. So what I'm trying to say is like he's not Shinsuke Nakamura, right? Like Nakamura right now is like a novelty, right? Like not not because, and the funniest thing I ever heard was 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 JBL trying to say like you know trying to speak on Shinsuke. He doesn't know who Shinsuke is from a fly on the wall. He's like don't don't even come at me thinking that you know who Shinsuke is, right? But Shinsuke is a novelty because you know because he's from Japan, you know, and he has that kind of thing about him, and then he backs it up in the ring as well. Um, so let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get into NXT if you want to get into NXT. Um, it, you, you know, it was it was a show that no titles changed hands, mm-hmm. and um, you know, Bob, Bobby Roode and Shinsuke. I mean, that that was I mean, as a, it wasn't like a a clear and above like wow wow a great match, but that was it was as close of a great match as you can get, mm-hmm. and and it was just a, I just I just like the. I just like that card from from the card. I mean, it, it starts off. It starts off with a uh, with um sanity again. with sanity, and and that was a, that was a good match, dude. I mean, just everything like even like, and I'm not a big fan of uh, I, I can't even name the guy's name right now, but um, Eric Young, uh, Salvatore Sincero, whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> no, the guy that you like and I and I don't. Oh, uh, uh, Roderick Strong. <laughs> yeah, Salvatore Sincero. <laughs> yeah. Sincero, the god is in here. But uh, no, but I mean, Strong had like like he he had a he, he had was a hot, he, you had, he had a hot tag for like three minutes. I was like, all right, the guy can go. Yeah, uh, you know, Sanity. I really like Sanity, and it's not so much. I mean, I think like the the big fat guy is kind of like comical in a sense. But Eric Young and and the, and then the the girl wrestler and the the blonde haired guy, uh, you know, and, and it kind of helps the big guy as well too. But Sanity, dude, just like from their entrance, just from the way they are. Um, that it's nice, dude. I, I like that change of pace, and and they're normally a, a group that I wouldn't like, but they, they just work, dude. Just from like the entrance, just everything, the, the whole package just works really well. I think Nikki Cross is terrible. You don't like Nikki Cross? You think she's just all kind of just show? It, yeah, absolutely. But but but, but no, you, look, I was watching, you know, from when Sanity came in, and like you know, just run ins and beat downs, which is fine. You know, it is what it is. Um, I like Eric Young. A lot, so I'm fine with Eric Young. Um, I thought with the two guys they had backing him up, I think they were just big guys. But when the one guy got hurt and they brought in Damo, I think he 
I think he has something, right? I think mm-hmm. I think he's got a future. Um, but I like Nikki Cross. Like I like the look. Like she looked like she's really tough, um, and and like she could play that crazy character. And so I was like, you know, I'm I'm. I thought there was something there, and I saw her wrestle, and she's terrible. Hmm. And and I just can't get over the fact, it's like, because she has like. I I just has, I disagree on that. In the ring, she's terrible. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe she's not the most polished wrestler, but her character, I think, hides a lot of, a lot of the things that you see. Uh, I thought so until I saw her wrestle. Yeah, uh, well, I've, I've seen scared. her wrestle too. You know, I, I don't think that, I, <laughs> it, it was it was bad, man. Yeah. It was really bad, and it it kind of put a damper on that for me because I thought she would be one of the people that, you know, as these like you, there was you know. Um, there was the time. No, I'm just saying there was, you know, you're looking at that four horse women thing and like, sure, that's a gimmick or whatever, but all those women are performers. And uh, now once they've all left NXT, because the NXT had a like really strong, you could argue it had a stronger women's division than, than the main show did at that time. And now that they're gone, like they need to replace that. And I don't, I don't see anything in NXT that I think is replenishing what they've had before. It's like you've seen some of these recent, like the last year and a half, the call-ups from NXT. Like they've lost some major, major talent from NXT, and they keep refilling in with like really credible guys from the Indies or from Japan that that you want to see. And bringing Drew McIntyre back, dude, I'm I'm really I'm pretty amped about that. But you're not seeing that pipeline on on the women's side. I don't think at all. I think even, even with Oscar, Oscar's it. But when, yeah. once she goes, what is it? <laughs> well, I mean, you have like, I mean, I, I'm not a I'm not a believer on Ember Moon. You know, I mean, she's okay. She's okay, yeah. But I don't see, I don't see superstar out of her. No, because um, she's she's very hard on the eyes. Yeah. Um, I'm just not, mm. uh, uh, well, hey, I don't hey. want to, I don't want to base it to that. I think she's. Well, I'm I'm, I'm partially basing on that. Okay. Well, what I, what I'm saying with, with 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 Cross is that, okay, that that's your opinion, and I, and I respect that opinion, but I think her her character. I don't know. You know, when when it comes to women wrestlers, right? Like even like the the two girls they have together, right? The Australians. You know, yeah, Peyton Royce and you know they they had a match with the, the, that little program they have with Ember Moon. I thought it was fine. Like I, I'm not sitting here going like, oh wow, this is groundbreaking. But the them as characters, they worked really well. Like the 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 skinnier one, right? Like I I thought I thought she played. You know, she was on the outside of the ring. I th- I thought she played it. You know, good. Like you know, just. There's just like I know what they're trying to do, but I can support what they're doing, right? Because they're they're learning, right? I'll, I'll give Cross the same thing. I think Cross's character is so over that I didn't I don't recognize I didn't even like like I saw a couple matches with her, but I didn't walk away going like oh man she's terrible. It's just like you know I came away kind of going like you know that's a good character. Yeah, well I just think um, if you get back to the point where you have women uh, competitors that are. 100% character and 0% in ring ability. It's not a good mix. Yeah. Right? And you're back to the you're back to the divas era, right? You, yeah, but 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 she's not following that typical divas route. Right, right? but I'm saying that era, yeah. right? It's like, yes, she has a unique character and that's why I was very excited to see what she could bring. And just I, I was She was she wasn't good in the in the in the NXT match? I don't think so. In in, in the I've seen I've seen like two or three matches of hers like okay. she can do a run in, that's about it. Yeah. And she's credible as like she's got enough uh, muscle that like if she's doing a run in on, on a smaller guy, it's believable. So yeah. I'll give her that much. But once you put her in like a one on one situation, I, I think how, she's how does good. how this turn to a cross conversation? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you started talking about sanity. <laughs> okay, that's 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 my thing. I'm not yeah. I'm not saying fire her right. I mean I think the team is working. Yeah, but 
I've, I've tempered my expectations. But as I've proven on this show, if she improves her game, I, I will give her credit. Um, revival. Uh, D, D, I, uh, DIY. DIY. I was going to say DIC, getting the Craze Crew. And then, uh, That's DITC. Yeah, but anyways. But anyways, uh, and then, and then Paul, Paul Irwin's little group. Um, that match, good match, dude. Yeah, it was a good match. Um, it's it's kind of weird because, you know, I definitely wanted Revival to win, but it's one of those situations where, you know, if they win the belts, then the longer it's going to take for them to make their main roster. Um, do you want him to go to the main roster? I mean, I, I kind of like him in NXT, like to stay in NXT. I do like, want him to go to the main roster, but I don't know that I want them to go to Raw. I yeah. think they need to bolster the SmackDown, and we'll see what happens with the uh, this uh, superstar shakeup. But yeah. I think, I think, like, I mean, SmackDown right now is almost like the former NXT tag team division, right? Yeah. So I think it balances it out. You, you, I mean, because because Revival had great matches with um, 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 American Alpha, and then so you can recreate that, and then you can throw the Usos into the mix as well. Um, like that could be a viable tag team division very quickly because I, I think it's good at the top, but it's got no depth. And I think um, you, you bring in a new team like the Revival, I think that that could be uh, good for the business over there. So the shakeup that they're going to do is it going to be more of the kind of same thing where where they think that Raw needs all the big names but not the good performers, and go from there. I mean, did you see like do you see like I think like AJ Styles comes over to Raw just because they can do business with AJ Styles over there. Yeah, and they, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you're reading so much stuff, and that I've read. I haven't read anything. Okay, well, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of that going out, and I don't even really want to. I kind of want to just like wait and see what happens. I don't want to okay. like speculate, um, because yes, I think you really be depleting SmackDown if you take AJ off of it. But the other the other stuff I was reading is that they want to reunite the club on Raw, and if that's the case, then I think it would be a huge boost to, to Gallows and Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd also think that maybe leave AJ on SmackDown, let him do his thing. If you want to reunite the club, you Bring just Finn. Finn. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and turn Finn heel if you want to go that way. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of choices because I think, I don't think you can go forward having like, uh, Seth Rollins and Finn be buddies. Yeah. Right? One of them's kind of got to be a heel. One of them's kind of got to be a face in, in my opinion. And I think if you, you go, you go Finn with the club in that way. I think it could work. Um, there's also a lot of talk that um, first they were saying Charlotte, and now they're saying um, Sasha to SmackDown, and so which, ha- which has to happen. One of them has to. Happen. One of them, yes. So, and that's why I don't want, like. There's so much like rumor about it, like that I've been reading the last three, four days. Like, I don't want to sit here and say, oh, this one should be yeah. this. I, I'll let it play itself out because I think that's the way it was with the draft too. It's like. We couldn't sit there and evaluate the draft until like two, three months down the line because you just don't know how how all these things are going to work. But I think yeah, uh, they've they've done enough of Sasha and Charlotte over the past year that and the SmackDown uh, roster right now, or just not the roster necessarily, but the division. But maybe the roster is just so bad. I think maybe you might need more than just Sasha though. Like there might you might need to bring somebody else over. Sounds like they're saying Bliss may go to Raw. I think Bliss is in trouble right now in terms of her spot. I don't think... I think she's about to be fodder uh, relatively soon on either show. Um, okay. Let's... Uh, so let, let's... Let's uh, let's table that. Okay. And, and let's, let's start kind of hitting our hitting our uh, our segments. You want to do that? Yes. Okay. Are you going first? Uh, 
I can go first. I see. I can go first if you're still uh, no, I'm, flipping I'm, around. I'm, I'm, I'm hard, baby. I'm, okay. hard. I'm good. I'm good. Let's see. as incoherent as, <laughs> as I've ever heard, dude. Was Rick Rude in some context known to be like a steel cage specialist? I, I, I guess did, so. did I miss that somewhere? A steel cage specialist. Right. He, he keeps like, the way he kept talking about it was like, the steel cage was Rick Rude's domain or something. <laughs> did, uh, did I miss something? I, 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 th I think we missed a lot of things. Okay. I think we missed a lot somebody, of things. Somebody that. missed a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, you're going to run into the cage, but then you're going to walk away. But first you have to part the seas. Yes. You so, know, yes, like the Red Sea, I don't know, like, because there wasn't an aisle there for us to walk down. <laughs> yeah. You had to tell the, the, there's, there's a bunch of water. <laughs> it's an island unto itself. Yes. <laughs> just like just like Ultimate Warrior's logic is an island unto itself. All right, that, that was an easy one. Okay, we're good. Okay. That, that was just like our little comedy bit. That was our Santino Morello right there. Yes. All right. So it's my, what I what I like to call low spots or what you, I think, re renamed at the... Uh, the lunatic something. The, the lunatic spots or something. Yes, some, something along those lines. All right, here here's the spot that I that I hate. There's a lot of them WrestleMania, but I, and I forgot them. I should have written them down. Yes, there were. And this one, I've been I had written it down before, but it sticks out because it happens in virtually every match. Um, usually outside, on the floor, and you have somebody pick somebody else up for like the, the snake eye spot, like where they put them on the shoulder and they want to like <laughs> throw their head into the post. Yeah. And invariably the guy pushes himself off and, and gets behind the guy and pushes them into the, into the ring post almost every single time. It's like, why do you, like, why do you, <laughs> why do you, yeah, do, why do, you do that spot? It's like, that's the thing is like, you would think these guys have been in this profession for 10, 15, 20 years. And they might've watched some film. And they might have seen that, like, you know, when, when you pick the guy up on your shoulder, um, that nine <laughs> times out of ten, the guy jumps off and shoves you right into the post. Um, or in and, and not only that, but, like, okay, so even if you put the guy on your shoulder and you run full speed ahead and you actually hit that spot, what's going to happen is, like, okay, so you're going to hit the guy. The guy's going to hit his head, but then who hits it after that? You're yeah. going to hit him. It's like all the impact that takes out of it. You know, it's like, yeah, no, yeah. I know. 
it's, and not only that, but it's like the, the guy's head isn't even that far. So like you're gonna like bust your shoulder up because like his head's like sticking out like a foot away right. from your from your shoulder. Well, that's the thing. Like so, even if you had him in good position to start, <laughs> once the guy starts pushing back, you think he might slow down, right? It's like, I'm gonna keep on I'm, running, dude. I'm still going full speed. It's like, gonna, oh wait, what? I'm gonna be. Who? What was uh? What was that guy? Sasha Baron Cohen. What? That's <laughs> it. <laughs> That's that's a bad spot. Dude. That's a bad spot. It's a lazy spot. <laughs> that is that is a lazy spot. I was trying to think of one that uh, I, <laughs> you you know which one I don't like, which I, which I think is like the stupid one of the stupidest spots ever, and it, it didn't happen. But uh, the um, Goldberg and Lesnar match kind of reminded me of it. You know when you when you go to pick someone up on, off for a suplex and the guy blocks him by wrapping his leg around the around the other guy's leg, yeah. and and then and then he like still stays there. So like so he blocks it. By wrapping wrapping his leg around the other guy's leg, and the guy's still trying to push him up, and instead of like trying to do anything else, you're just gonna like stand there with your leg wrapped around him, and then you're and then the best thing is like then he he moves his leg right, but he still stays in the same spot. So the guy's like, well, I'm gonna try it again. So then he blocks it again, and it's like, and he's like, well, this time, this time, I'm gonna reverse it, and and then, so it's like, so not only has the guy got gotten blocked twice. Then that guy gets suplexed. It's like, dude, you just got like blocked twice, right? You know what's gonna happen next. The guy's not breaking out of the hole. So what do you think he's gonna do? What do you think he's gonna do? He's gonna suplex you and I'm like, but you can't block it the yeah. same way he's blocked it the right. past yeah. two times. You, you just saw the way he blocked it at work, <laughs> but you're not gonna, you're not gonna and, do that. And how does that even block it? That's the best thing. It's like, oh no, you're not gonna go there. So I think when done correctly, that that is legitimate. But now it's but now it's been like they just do it lazy. Just oh, I'm gonna dip my toe around the back and and, and dip your toe. And this uh, 280 pound uh, block. The water's too cold, man. The water's too cold. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Jabroni or Chef Boyardee ravioli? You had a good one. Okay, so you want to go with that? Let's do it. All right. Well, is there another gimmick that we have? No, no, no. I'm saying you no, want no, to no, st- no, stick no. with him. Yeah. 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 All right. So um, the candidate this week is the Disco Inferno. Uh, so Disco Inferno, I always thought was like, I, I thought he sucked, right? I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't care for him in the ring. I thought the gimmick was stupid. There was, there was nothing appealing to me about Disco Inferno. Um, and was pretty much an afterthought to me, you know, once he wasn't on the TV, I'd never really thought about him again. But in the recent world of like podcasts and, and older wrestlers coming back to podcast, um, it's been kind of, his name has gotten out there again and in hearing a lot of wrestlers that I really, really respect, and including Chris Jericho being chief among them, um, they, a lot of them have a lot of high praise for like Disco's wrestling mind. And some of these things, like, and then so Disco on some of these podcasts will talk about, well, he talks himself up like, uh, like he almost like he invented wrestling. But, you know, he'll, he'll get credit for some of these gimmicks and ideas that he pitched um, that were successful things. Um, but, I don't. I get. I, I kind of get this feeling like he's kind of. It's like a Vince Russo thing. Like you're just talking about how how great you are all the time, but but the math doesn't necessarily add up. So I don't know. I don't know what to think about him, um, in, in, because you know I don't. Yeah, I, guys that I respect like kind of speak highly about him, and then other guys, and then the other one is someone on that Jericho network, that guy Cyrus, uh, the former Jackal, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's a work or a shoot, but like he seems to have real heat with. Uh, with disco so it could be a work or not but he basically anytime disco starts talking talking himself up that guy will come out and just try to like smash him down as, as disco an idiot so i'm i'm kind of torn like i i think i'm i think i'm still leaning towards jabroni but 
I don't know. I'm, I'm curious what you think about it. Well, the one thing about disco is that disco during WC, you know, from the start of WCW, dude, can I start again? From the start of WCW's run to the height of WCW and then the kind of decline, he was always on TV. He even, he even like was able to get into like the NW Wolfpack for a while, right? So, you know, the, the thing is like, he was so bad that he was entertaining, right? Like, it, it's kind of like he kind of along, he kind of went along with the ride with this guy. Like, I'm not saying that I was a big fan of his, but he put on good matches. Like, his matches were good. You know, it wasn't like he had bad matches. It wasn't like it was like a throwaway match. Well, they were throwaway matches, but he could go, right? I mean, and the whole thing is like, the, the thing that I always felt about Disco was bad gimmick, but very entertaining in the ring. Not because of his gimmick, because uh, he he told a good story. In the, you know, he, I, th- I felt he told a, a decent story in the ring. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've listened to a couple podcasts with him. I, I know how Jericho feels about him. But, you know, at the same time, it's like just because Jericho puts a stamp on someone. I mean, Jericho, look at Jericho says a lot of outlandish things as well. Right. right. Like we're still trying to th- we're still trying to think of like he was a part of a Fuyuki gun <laughs> way back when. Right. After he says in his, in his book and everything like that. Um, I would have to say, though, like if he if he has such a smart mind, but he couldn't apply it to himself, he's a jabroni. And, and and that's kind of the whole thing. Is like like I never, I never looked at a, at a at a disco inferno match and said, oh, you know, disco's coming on. Oh, I, I gotta watch this match. It's like no, it's like, it's like I wanted to see the guy that he was facing because he could put that guy over who who he was facing. But he never presented like even hearing him talk, he's never presented himself as, as an enhancement talent. If, I think if if he was more true to himself, like saying like, hey, I was an enhancement. I gave some guys, uh, you know, some good ideas, this, that, and this. But when, when you start saying, like, oh, you know, I invented the wheel and, and all that stuff, it's like, he, he's a jabroni. Okay. Well, way different from Paul Roma, because, like, Paul Roma, there was a time watching Paul Roma that I wanted to watch Paul Roma. Yeah, and, and, and it's funny, I think, too, because I think there's a, there's a physical similarity between those two. But to hear, like, the, the view of the way that kind of Paul Roma presented himself, like, when he was still wrestling compared to the way he presented himself in that Austin podcast as somebody that was, you would think he'd be this brash, arrogant guy, but he was pretty humbled and, and didn't really talk of himself, you know, just yeah. kind of said, he was, he wasn't humble, but he was, he was confident in what he could do. Not humbled, but a humble person. Yeah. Is what I'm but saying. he was very confident right. in what, what he, right. he, he felt that he, he had a certain, he had a certain skill set, He had a certain look that was appealing to a lot of people. Right. And that's what he was confident in. Yes. Yes. But it wasn't, it may have been like, out, it may have been outlandish, but he was confident in what it was right. where disco but, says this other stuff. Yeah. It, it feels like, uh, thou doth protest too much when disco starts talking about how, you know, all the things that he came up with and all these great ideas and, and this and that. And I'd say the other thing too with disco, cause like I'm not really remembering it the same way that you did, but I think you're probably a little smarter to, to like, you the know, game. Yeah, yeah. At that time, I would say if, if he really was that, if, if it really was the gimmick that was the thing that was holding him back and, and he had that entering ability, I mean, I, I it, could he have changed gimmicks and, and been like taken as more of a credible wrestler? Cause like, I mean, that's, I think part of what I couldn't get over is like, like the dancing and stuff was just so stupid, and and uh... it was smart because he always had a spot, right? Like right. that gimmick always gave him a, a spot, uh-huh. but it was such a bad gimmick that even if he even if he tried to go as a straight shooter somewhere else or whatever, it just would it would never work because he would be seen as just it's kind of the same thing as like, like I think what plagued Alex Wright the whole time was that stupid dancing that he did, right? I mean, like it's like Alex Wright 
could have been something, right? And I think he could have been something more than what Disco could have ever been. Yeah, but the second, way better in the ring than Disco. Yeah, in my, in my opinion. So, so that's like, but the, what's the one thing that stopped him? It was, it was just that stupid ass dancing that he did, and and then he paired up with Disco Inferno, and they, they and they they became like the new Tyler Breeze or the old Tyler Breeze, and and that good. And which and so let's talk about. I mean, that's that's kind of the same thing. It's like it's like Fandango, right? Fandango is a good flipping wrestler, but his his gimmick just kills him. And I think Tyler Breeze, Tyler Breeze's gimmick kills him as well. It's, it's kind of the same type of thing. If, yeah. you, if you want to know what Disco Inferno was at that time, it's Fandango now, to a to a worse degree than what Fandango is. I still haven't really seen any evidence that Fandango's anything special in the ring. Um, I, th- I think he has. I think he has some. It could it could be? Yeah. I, I haven't seen it. Um, I saw. A little bit of Tyler Breeze in NXT, I thought people were way overblowing how good that guy was in the ring. Yeah. I don't think he's terrible, but like I think the the idea that he was on par with uh, Dolph Ziggler was floated no. out there yeah. quite often, and I thought that was insanity. Um, I said I said I said a very good wrestler yeah. with Fandango. I didn't say sure, a, sure. a great wrestler. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Listen, not. if we're gonna talk about the top fifteen wrestlers, yeah. Yeah. he's top, he's top three though. He's top three. <laughs> he's top three out of the top fifteen. Yes, yes. Out of the guys, I would say that's a totally lame <laughs> comparison for the top fifteen. He's in the top three of that. So no, yeah, uh, I, I think Disco Disco is, is a jabroni. Um, but I, there there is something to be said of he was able to make a, a living for a long time and good for him. All right. Uh, we are giving up on the on the hour mark, and uh, I think we're all gimmicked out. No, oh no, we're not. We are not. because I think hey, it's we're not. We're not. It's time. It's, it's about that time. Yes. To get get busy, y'all. Remember that? That was a jam right there. All right. What do you like about wrestling right now, as of today? What do you like about wrestling? As of today, let me see. Oh come on, bro. Yeah, I'm not. Just pick something, man. Yeah, I I liked uh out of everything that happened. Over the past week, yeah. What do you like about wrestling right now? I like I liked Raw. I thought I thought Raw was overall a pretty good a pretty good show. I mean, usually it is coming out of WrestleMania. Usually that that next Raw is, is one to see. Um, but sometimes Raw falls flat, and I thought I thought it was a pretty good show. I, I enjoyed watching Raw this week. Well, what do you like in wrestling? So I think Raw did fall fall flat. I, th- yeah. I think it fell flat as compared to Raws in the past because after WrestleMania, that Raw is the biggest show of the year. But what I do want to say, what I did like about it was that last match. The second that Finn came back, it's like I, I need to see this match, and and I'm sitting there and I'm and I'm watching the main event of Raw from flashback to two years ago. I think about what the main event was two years ago, right? Probably had some John Cena in there, you know. Probably had some you didn't care about, but you had. I mean, look at this, right? Yeah, Seth Rollins. Okay, Seth Rollins is the established guy. Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, and Samoa Joe. I mean, are you kidding me right now? I mean, you, you have like, you have like some of the best wrestlers in the world all in one match, and Finn coming back. I mean, it's like it's like I'm ready now, dude. It's like, it's like it's like I'm ready to watch wrestling again because because yeah, there's a guy that I want to watch. There's not only is there one guy, but now there's three guys I want to watch instead, and all those guys are involved in Raw. Yeah, and all all indie guys very recently too. Yeah, what do you like about wrestling right now? Oh man, I just had to. Oh, I like the. Uh, the Miz and Maurice uh, segments mocking John Cena and Nikki Bella. I think, I think they're great. I think they're, they're like the embodiment of a lot of the things that I feel. Not not so much the I, I could care less about their personal relationship, but the the, the way the story, the way the show was just the fakeness, just the fakeness of of the John Cena character um, altogether. I think um, Miz is is playing that perfectly, and those those 
all those uh, segments are must see uh, for my SmackDown right now. What do you like about wrestling? Uh, I like I like the Perfect Ten making his debut on, on SmackDown. Yeah, I like him so much that I, I, I don't, I, his name has escaped me right now. Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger, yeah. Uh, I didn't like this guy when I, when I first saw him. I thought he was like a pretty boy wrestler. Um, but he he has like an it factor to him. Uh, the only thing I don't like is is his uh, Hiroshi Kuroshi or whatever it's called. You know, the Yeah, I don't I, I don't think that's a finisher just because it's not a finisher for Goto. Um, but uh, I I think the guy's ready. I mean, I don't know how he's gonna fit into everything, but if you look, what I really like about wrestling right now is is what he had against. Um, Jeez, this is it's the end of the show, dude. I, I quit. I'm not gonna do this no more. Um, <laughs> I really liked it. I like. I really liked this program with Eric Young and and, and his crew. I, I I thought that was. I thought that match that it was a good end of the match. I, I really liked that match, and then he comes on SmackDown after, and you know it, there there's guys that you look at and you can pick and say okay this guy can be something right. I'm not saying that he's going to be something, but there's enough there where if they play him the right way, where he where he kind of takes his lumps and, and learn learns the system and like that. I think this guy, I think he, I, I think he he's de- I think he can definitely be. Intercontinental U.S. Champion material, right? And if they and if they keep on playing him and give him some momentum, I think he, he can be in the world title picture sooner than later. And I have no problem. I, I have no problem seeing him as a world champion. Which from six like, months ago, six months ago, I had I had no faith in the guy whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you like about wrestling right now? I like the promotion of Shinsuke Nakamura to whether he stays you, you, on. You, you come on my podcast. Yeah, I thought and, you and, and and you and I was saving that dude. Go. Uh, well, whether he ends up on SmackDown or Raw, or whatever, I just like the fact that he's up on the on the main roster now. Um, I think there was like I don't know. There's like a question of how how long it would take and if he would ever get to the main roster for some reason. Um, and I'm glad that they are going forward with this and and pushing into the next level. I think he the t- he spent the right amount of time in their developmental enough for the fans to kind of like get an idea who he is. And I'm hoping that, I think maybe for no other reason, I'm hoping AJ stays on SmackDown just so that they can see um, a, reu- a reunited uh, feud between those two. Um, so, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Okay, yeah, thanks a lot there. But, uh, thanks, thanks a lot there, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> Chuck. All right. Uh, what, do you, what do you like about wrestling? What do I like about wrestling? Uh, Oscar. I, I thought Oscar had a, I thought Oscar had a great... Three weeks leading into the the NXT Takeover show, uh, her promos were good. Like her her on her on the uh, her like in the pool, like, yeah, just talking trash and stuff and everything like that. Uh, there, she has a she has a lot to offer, and and you know, she, you know she not only is she good ring, but she has like this kind of like sex appeal. I, I can't like I can't place it, but you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like it's it's not like it's like oh Oscar, but it's like but then there's something about her, right? I mean, you can at least give me that, right? Like there's something there, like. I don't know, dude. It's just you just combine everything together. It's like it's like, a, it's like a girl. Her name's escaping me, but she was Julia named, Styles. Yes, it's a, <laughs> the Julia Styles effect. She has a Julia Styles effect a little bit. No, but everything aside, like um, I thought, you know, Ember Moon. I thought they're placing Ember Moon to take the title, um, and just kind of they, they realize what they have with Oscar, and and they know that she has to carry carry that division. And when she finally comes up to the main roster. Um, you put her, you know. I, I think you could put her in SmackDown right now. You could put her in the SmackDown division, women's division right now, and she could totally change that division around. You wouldn't have to break up uh, Charlotte or, or Sasha Banks for for SmackDown. You could put her in there as, as long as she's like the lead person, 
and, and she's a champion and she's running over everybody. And then and then you, you have like some legitimate contenders which they can't have on that show. Um, I think she, she's a showcaser. She showcases what other what other talent can do against her. And then she runs the match at the same time. She just has good matches, dude. Yeah. And she, yeah. she continually surprises me. So. Yeah. Yep, she's good. She's good. She's good. She puts on good matches. Absolutely. All right. Uh, what do you like about wrestling right now? So, oddly enough, and we mentioned it briefly, I, I like... I like the Matt Hart, the the Hardy Boys return to WrestleMania. Um, it was I don't think it was quite to the level of the Dolph Ziggler pop on the on the Raw after Mania, whatever, two, three, four years ago. But it was that level of pop, and and even though like I thought they were going to come out sometime during that match, and even though I'm not a huge mark for them, when when that moment happened, I kind of marked out, mm-hmm. and I thought I thought it I thought it just worked, and um, you were glad that that you were at this day and age you were still able to mark out, right? I was surprised. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know I can mark out, but I was surprised that I would mark out for that. For those guys, but yeah. It and it, I did, and uh, and it was it was, I think it was the highlight of WrestleMania. Yeah. I, I think it was. Every time I see Jeff Hardy, I just I just keep on thinking, I am the Masked Avenger. Yeah. As long as they don't let him talk. <laughs> yeah. Then, then we're good. Then we're good. All right. What do you like about wrestling? Um, I like the the Endzone Kaz and uh, match versus uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, on Raw, um, you know, it's this kind of thing. It's like it's like you want Enzo and Kaz to win so bad, but then just the way Sheamus and, and Cesaro work together, like I would never thought that Sheamus could pair up with anybody and like be viable. And Cesaro, that that those last two minutes of that match, I mean, even though it was kind of, it was kind of like it's been done before, but just like the you know like Sheamus throwing you know Enzo up in the air and then and then Cesaro hitting with with the European uppercut, even the even at the time when like Enzo and Kaz were gonna do their finisher, right? It's like I, I just I just think it works really well. Like like you know Enzo and Kaz, I think right now like they're paying their dues, and but they're not like they're not green, right? Like they're they're they know how to make their opponents look good, and I think it's a perfect case where Cesaro and Sheamus know how to make Enzo and Kaz look good as well. Yeah, no, I can't disagree. I think they're. I mean, I still think Enzo's real real raw in the ring, but. But he's like a, he's a good heat magnet, and and Kaz is legit. So uh, yeah, I think they're doing a good job. Yeah. Well, he's like the wrestling right now. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna double down, and I'm gonna do something we should have done three weeks ago, and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go after one of your boys again, and I'm gonna say Christopher Daniels winning the Ring of Honor yeah. uh, World Championship. Yeah. I like that. Like you talk about people paying dues. Um, like I don't he's never been a world champion in any promotion before, right? No. And that's I mean that guy. Can work his ass off. Um, there really was a, there was a time when you had AJ Styles and Samoa Joe and Christopher Daniels, and Christopher Daniels was the best worker out of all three of those guys. Right, and which was, is very hard to say. And was the one that could never win the win yeah. title. So good on him. Um, well deserved after a long and and really successful career. And um, I'm I'm glad I'm glad he finally won a world title. What do you like about wrestling? Okay, so this is gonna finish it off. And you know why it's gonna finish it off? Because I don't know if you've heard it, but um. Your boy uh, Haku Ming um, was on Jericho's podcast. Did you listen to the podcast? I did. Yeah, and and, and anytime, anytime that you have Haku on a podcast, and just like the how how humble he is, and just uh, and even like the stories, right? Like the stories that him and like it, it verified some of the stories that Chris Jericho has said about Haku. Like I, I always kind of I always believe that one, but it's just like which one? Oh, just how they they were in Mexico together, oh, okay. and then just kind of how like you know Ming like took him under his wing, and you know like and. You know they became like really good like 
you know, mentor mentoree type relationship. And it's just, you know, even, even like the rock buying, like being like a, a big truck, old, a yeah. big old truck and stuff. Cause you let him borrow his truck or whatever like that. It's just kind of like his ring gear. Ring gear. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just kind of like that whole thing. Right. So it's just kind of the whole kind of, you know, he lives by a, he lives by like a coat of honor, right? Like he's, he's not a saint, but it's like, you know, like his heart's in a good place, but if you, but if, it's just like old Island style, right? You know, like, like we know it because, yeah. because we, we've experienced it, but like his, his heart's in the right place. But if you cross the guy, yeah. that's it, dude. Like yeah. there's no turning back, but just kind of, just this whole kind of the tradition, like, you know, he, he brings a lot of Japanese tradition from like how wrestlers were trained there and he brought it over to Mexico with Chris Jericho and then, you know, and Jericho is having the career that he's had. It's just, it's always good to hear from me. Yeah. And how, like the whole thing about how, uh, I, for, I forget it was Ten, Tenryu, they said yeah. he paid for everything for him. Yeah. And then that's why he always like pays for Jericho and stuff like that. Even though I'm sure Jericho makes a lot more money yeah. than Haku. Um, and I think... The other thing is interesting is that, you know, those are two of my personal top three. No, yeah. maybe, <laughs> e- easily two of my top five wrestlers, me personally. Yeah. So to have been a fan of both of these guys for as long as I have and to not really know that they had that kind of like, uh, yeah, that kind of uh, senpai relationship, as uh, as Jericho said, I thought that was pretty, that was pretty cool to find out. Like, you know, you, you learn something new, right? Yeah. I, I learned that new. and. It's just, it's just no 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 I mean and it's just kind of like a it's just a throwback right and like the way wrestling was back in the eighties and back in the nineties and stuff it's just it's good to hear those stories and it's good to hear it from a guy that doesn't have that big ego that doesn't have to you know say how great he was you doesn't know doesn't feel that he has to prove himself yeah him. because he he was he was the toughest wrestler he's probably the toughest wrestler of all time so it was it was just good to kind of hear and catch up and and kind of relive those stories that we already knew and stuff yeah. So. What are the odds that I would bring up Nakamura and Christopher Daniels and you bring up Haku? That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. All right, uh, Muda Scale, this is our WrestleMania edition. I know we, uh, we've we been out for a while here and there, but hey, it's just the way it goes. You know, deal with it. When, 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 when me and this guy get together, it's a special occasion. It's a special thing, you know? All for, all for one, one for all. Yes! 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 All right, Muda Scale, we're out. Say something stupid. <laughs> say something stupid Paul. Well, we didn't even say like like I have I'm Bandy's ramen over here this is better have my donuts I'm the I'm the better looking of the two I'm the better talker of the two false false <laughs> bow <laughs> yes yes <laughs> you're yes. saying it alright we're just going around you got beef with what we do talk to the bunny sonny he's the man bugs the thug with the money funny that you should mention how's my family they're covered what's up to my cousins and my sisters and my Warner brothers birds of a feather flop and follow be together no matter what you're whatever Trouble. For those who disagree or maybe feel the need to front it, show me your whole entire Kutu shoes and I'ma run it. Do you want it? Maybe so, but just know we're rolling spreads. You're